Passports, please. I've a banana. My whole weekend is ruined. <laughs> Hung him for 28 days. Leader of Britain. Destroyer of the NHS. <laughs> Should I kill myself? And, um... I can only get jobs when they can't see my face. <laughs> Alright, that's rolling. Yeah, alright. Well, uh, now my hat's <laughs> off. All the technical difficulties have gone away. It's got tin foil in it. You were to know. <laughs> yeah. Alright, right. Let's give this. Uh, there's no clips this week. No. Um, just because life. Uh, but, like, I found this video just before the podcast. <laughs> Thought, fuck it, we'll try it. It's long, but I'm going to try and skip through it. But at the moment, it seems something that we both hate. <laughs> So let's go for it. It's a it's a YouTube react kind of thing. I'm just gonna see how much I can stomach it. I hate YouTube reactions, but I get, I get the feeling that kind of I'm going to agree with them. I don't know. I don't know. I can't People figure out how they're while watching something with me. Piss me off already. Yeah, yeah. There is that. I don't know. Like I, I don't know whether it's just you know I hate everything, but yeah, like even someone I quite like starting to have a conversation with me when I'm trying to watch something. Yeah. I'm just like I'm. No, I'm this is this is important. It's more important to me than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Briefly, but still. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm, just, I'm trying. I'm trying to yeah. lose myself within something. Yeah, and then you keep nattering. Yeah, about something like the house is on fire. Oh, yeah. yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Is it burnt the TV? <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of like. Yeah, I'm just kind of like. It annoys me anyway. So I imagine I'm going to hate this. And yeah, it's a YouTube channel. We won't say it because I'll probably say it anyway. Yeah, but yeah, we'll give we'll give it a go. See how it goes. Today we are going to react to a show that a lot of commentators have recommended to us called The Young Ones. He sounds enthusiastic. He does. Cue the ridiculously staged and horrifically terrifying intro. So Felipe <laughs> found this clip on YouTube. How did you find it? I just searched on YouTube just Young Ones for and sorted by most viewed. And this is the University oh. Challenge uh, sketch. Clip? I guess. Uh, How long has University yeah. Challenge been on uh, TV? Oh, I thought it was a fairly topical. recent thing. No, I think it's been on for a long time. And mm. we've seen University Challenge before, oh. and we quite enjoy yeah. it. It's relatable. Do, yeah. Because it's, it's incredible. Donate to their Patreon. <laughs> Especially when they ask specific things like, Questions. there's a particular street in a little town mm. and there's something special on that street. I'm like, how mm. do these people know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we're familiar with University Challenge, so we expect this to be a very funny University Challenge sketch with the young ones. This is when they arrive. Oh, okay. Gumbag yeah. College <laughs> and Footlights. Hello and welcome to another edition of University Challenge. This week, the teams represent Footlights College Oxford. So now we're... They put music on the background or something? Yeah. Yes, that's the spirit. And we're commenting. They're just staring at a box. Oh, on people scumbag. commenting. Oh, <laughs> they're not even rea- Yeah, they're, they're just, just staring, staring at a box. Yes, we're representing... <laughs> representing the Footlights, we have Lord Monty. Oh, look, oh, it's um. <laughs> oh my god! Emma's Kate Lincoln. And representing Scotland, we have Mike Craig. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Vegetable rice and peas. <laughs> now we're just watching the young ones. Yeah. Well, they're not commenting. They're doing it. But anyway, that's that's the clip for this week. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, just uh, they're, they're Americans living in the UK and they're reacting to British culture. 
Yeah. By just staring at it and not saying anything and forcing mm. their children to be a part of it. Yeah, they got a really weird intro with the children. Yeah, they laugh they laugh at a television that isn't there or on. Yeah. And then they slowly turn at the camera and the stare. And it I goes think to emit wisdom. Yeah. But it it just emits like, you know It's weird. Like children of the corn yeah. kind of feel to it. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it kind of relates to one of the articles that I, t- I could probably jump ahead and do, I guess. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still having technical difficulties. With yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's this time of year. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's Something the smashes me in the horrible face. Horrible time. I love Christmas. I don't like people. <laughs> but like Christmas, it's Christmas, I want to be on my own, so I can enjoy. <laughs> I've, always, it. I've always been a big Christmas fan, against all, everyone's wish. Well, die hard. Like people are just well, fucking just Christmas songs. Yeah, it's it's they they seem to be a bit more aggressive. I've still got that Black Santa vinyl that you bought me. <laughs> the charity shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but just yeah, I've always liked Christmas. The songs seem like quite aggressively angry. Like oh, it's fucking snowing outside, but fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great song, Frank Sinatra. With, but it's always with bells. Yeah, well, bells yeah or Christmas. fire or something. Yeah. This is a bit more, de- a bit more metal, I guess. Yeah. But it just, I was quite like, I quite like the winter, quite like the snow. You know, always kind of like that. But I think like last year and probably the year before, around this time of year, just something kicks in. It's that cold kind of like less sun, you yeah. know, less has serotonin or it whatever has in the air. Suddenly gotten colder. Like yeah. just this past week. It's gone on like ups and downs, I guess, but yeah, but just I just noticed that every year about this time I just start to sink. So I battled it this year by just buying another Amazon Alexa <laughs> so I can have someone else to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> just, just line them up. Speak to Alexa, and then, and then the other one I've changed its name to computer. It's like, so, computer, did you hear what the fuck Alexa said? <laughs> Fucking talking shit about you, bro. <laughs> Oh, what a fun-filled evening this is. <laughs> I take what I can get. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's like a little smash, uh, yeah, like a smash in. The difficulty setting has been increased for yeah. this time of year or whatever. Vitamin D, man. Like, get some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a walking advert. Vitamin <laughs> D. Get some vitamin D. No, apparently it's been it's been recommended to all um, all white people now at this time of year that, that we we <laughs> need to conspiracy. need to take vitamin D supplements. Kill us all. And like um, I I didn't realize like how important vitamin D was or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but so Vix went for some like uh, blood tests because she was having all these things and I was just like it Marriage sounds like kind of stuff yeah, yeah why so are you just, getting married just get your blood de- yeah tested <laughs> <laughs> it was she, like but it, it uh, like I was like it sounds like a thyroid thing and like <laughs> I've looked it up on the internet you know that part's the umami and then you got the that's the thyroid <laughs> you know, I had I had a friend with like an underactive thyroid and right. it was exactly Dead the now. same shit what dead now? I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> After no. I said it, I was like, "Shit, might be yeah, dead." No, he's a woman now. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's a vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, she, she had it like uh, said, like blood's done, and they were like, "Your thyroid's down, but your vitamin D is like completely tanked." And yeah. so she started taking supplements, and all of this shit just went away. Like, and it's it's shit. Like, uh, it doesn't matter how much you sleep, you're still tired. Um, like all that kind of sluggishness, mm. no energy, and all of that. If you, like, if you've if you've got that, particularly at this time of year, 
take some vitamin D and like keep on it and yeah, a lot well, of it's, the time it's it'll get better. getting. I mean, there's a lot of different solutions to a lot of different issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. The moment, I've I've got a sun inside my house. <laughs> you got this, oh, the, this, the sun, the sad lamp. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. I call it my happy lamp because it makes me happy. No, but it's called a but sad no, lamp. All right, it? is it S no. seasonal? Hey, you know. uh. Toxic masculinity just jumping its way into my fucking happy space. I just think it's uh, yeah, funny one of those to things. have a sad lamp. <laughs> yeah, that's just always like, look at oh, all lamps are sad. But yeah, yeah I got one of those that, that it kind of helps, but it, it, it fucks with your sleep because it just makes you, because you think it's daytime. Your sleeping pattern gets yeah. all fucked. So yeah. I'm just really hesitant to use it. I don't think like a daylight bulb put in here, <coughs> which is nice. You're well, going to, or you have. No, I have. That's a daylight bulb, which is great, but if you hear uh, in the night, you leave more awake than when you came in. Right, yeah. Which isn't well, great. I think you have to look at it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Either yeah, oh, way, right. it's going to have an effect. Like, it's, it's like, but it's the, one, blue light the thing, sad lamp it? thing is just literally just blasts you in the face. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I'm happy now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brainwash yourself like some Scientology <laughs> bollocks. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, just at the time, yeah, started to fucking, yeah, got hit. So like, been trying to keep it up. Like last week, I think I had a week of good sleeping pattern. It's wavered a little bit, but it yep. hasn't gone out of control. So it's like still like trying to get it forced. I've now got an yeah, I've got a second Alexa just as an alarm that I can talk to. So just, <laughs> Shut up! Just every morning, like, all right, Alexa, just, just make sure I fucking wake up in the morning. <laughs> now it's your responsibility. <laughs> so you try, yeah, regiment it a bit more. It's kind of a bit here and there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just need to get out and do more stuff. But then can't be asked. Yeah. Tooth really fucks you over. It's completely drained. Don't want yeah, to do anything. Like pain is just it does yeah. that. It sucks. But it's only like two weeks now, and then that's all sorted. And and people hopefully. are like, "Well, it's like it's not your feet that are hurting. It's like, well, it's just pain, though, isn't it? Yeah, if you get stabbed in the eye, you know, you <laughs> don't go yeah. for a run or or do run run away. <laughs> I saw a running club on the way here. Actually, yeah, I saw that was weird. Yeah, let's go for well, bye. <laughs> Ready, steady, go. Fuck off. I'm, I'm off. I'll see you later. We went to see the- you next week. <laughs> we went to one of those park runs a few weeks ago, and there were a couple of running clubs there. And it's weird because, like, a park run is a collection of runners, and within that, you have other collections of runners. So it's like Inception, but with running. Yeah, but with no escape. Yeah, but everyone's trying to escape. Yeah, yeah. In some kind of weird way. Yeah, well, I, d- I, I get running. I used to do it. Mm. It's, it's always good, but yeah, it, I never understood running with somebody no i i, so I, I and the running club was spaced apart because yeah some stronger runners than others so it just seemed like let's get together for like 30 seconds <laughs> once a week let's get together and, and then, then bye. and then leave gradually it's <laughs> faster than what we arrived probably <laughs> <laughs> they walked there they ran back yeah it seems like an interesting thing and if you didn't know it was a run like a group yeah just be like what's going on you know yeah there's a sale yeah. on somewhere yeah it's Friday black. It's I think it's I think it's just a different thing, like r- running with people as opposed to running on your own. It's almost a different activity. Maybe, but you know, you're not. You're, I think you're meant to. Was it you meant to walk or something at the same rate that you can talk? So like, you shouldn't be out. You should get to a point of fitness where doing X you can do while having a conversation. And I think yeah, it's walking. for like I long distance running. If it's like long distance cardio, I guess. Maybe jogging what, when you're you running should, is have like a strong conversation. I with, with jogging, when I was learning, they said you should be able to hold a conversation. It's not necessarily <laughs> it'll be really comfortable, but you sh- you shouldn't be like <gasps> right. 
Well, yeah, because if, you, if you're dying, you should stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't continue the conversation if it's going to lead to your death. No. Yeah, it seems fair. <clears throat> seems all right. Mm. Uh, we'll get back to the... I can't remember what article I was going to link to. But no. We'll just go straight into articles. Because, yeah, I was going to... I'll go into clips and stuff, but whatever. Um, Walt Disney World has banned a man who held a Trump 2020 sign on Splash Mountain. You're banned. That's weird. Well, he took... Well, is it... Like a banner. I'd imagine it would be. <clears throat> yeah. You, you can't... You can't take a baseball bat on Splash Mountain. <laughs> no. You can't take a sword on well, Splash Mountain. okay, but how did he get it on there? I, well, I don't know. If it was... I understand... Are you saying that if he was allowed onto it, he shouldn't be not allowed in the park? Well, no, 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 not necessarily, but I'm saying is... Do you mind if I take like, my Trump 2020 sign on well, Splash Mountain? Well, if it's, if it's a big kind of like... Um, if it's a big, sturdy metal sign... You wouldn't have been able to sneak it on. So my assumption is that it's rolled up and it's a bit of paper and it's shoved in his pocket. In which case, it's not unsafe and it's purely political and they're dicks. Yeah, it's paper cuts. Yeah, it was laminated. I know that. What's much. the difference with that and just holding your hands up in the air? Well, you can't cut with your hands, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can't. If he if he wrote Trump twenty twenty on his face and then got banned, I'd yeah. be like, all right, yeah. Fair play. Uh, the they go into a bit more. Oh, just for, just for the record, I would say the same if it said Hillary twenty twenty as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about I don't know Celine Dion? Is she twenty twenty? Yeah, she's still alive. Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. the dead? Whitney Houston. <laughs> she's dead. Yeah. yeah. Would you? Why? Well, that's the question then. Would you support <laughs> someone pro like holding up a thing for Whitney Houston twenty twenty? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's on record. Now. Uh, so, Dion Cine. That's that person. Celine Dion. <laughs> Celine Dion. I realised uh, today that we've been usurped by an overlord disguising themselves as a demon. Okay. Um, openly. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Oh, okay. He's a demon. I'm going to roll with that for the rest of my life and see how that takes me. <laughs> <laughs> Just this realisation. I was like, he is a demon. He's a demon. It's, Think about what he's achieved. It's and not got his, an E in it. it. Not in today's spelling. <laughs> <laughs> but before he was he, alive. He is a, he is a demon. He just like I do, I've, I've realized like, maybe it's an actor's thing, and he changed his name. I uh, I was Matt Demon. It's but always there was the one least expected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt Damon from Iowa. Yeah. No, I'm from Boston. Matt, <laughs> Matt Demon from you know the Lazarus Pit, <laughs> the mouth, <laughs> Glendale or whatever it was that was in Buffy the Vampire. Greendale, no. Greendale was Sabrina. I know that because we just watched it. And Community. Was it? Yeah. But what's the other one? Yeah, the, well, the one that's in Tr- Trindale, whatever it is in Buffy. I'm from there. So- no, Sunnydale. Was- Sunnydale. There you go. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so yeah, there's a demon. Uh, the one Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I really, I really, I just need to... St- I th- it's not that I take life too seriously, because I definitely don't. Mm. I just don't take it too cartoonishly, because... I tend my train of thought is very precise and quick 
just because I think that's just how I've, you know, I'm hungry. Go fucking eat then. All right. <laughs> what, what do you want? It's the conversation you have with yourself. With you start Alexa. to realise why you're so hung- so angry. <laughs> so I have with Alexa. Well, go and fucking eat. Not computer. Right. I play good cop with computer. But Alexa, <laughs> fucking hungry. Um, but yeah, it's very direct. Just because I think decision making was very important for me as a child. Being so. decisive. Yes. Yeah, so like, all right. Yeah. This is this is why I don't get a lot of conver- some conversations. I'm like, yes, yeah, it's, it's over. <laughs> This is the conversation. It just doesn't go anywhere. So I need to work on that. So I decided to not tell lies, but just <laughs> expand the universe to be Embellish. a bit more cartoonish. Yeah. As in like, there's that whole thing. What, what's the whole thing? But, you know, bankers are greedy, you know, pig-like animals. The police yeah. are all, you know, what this. And I mean, people, to be honest, and most just of them like, are no. just normal blokes that work in a bank. That's the thing. That's what, <laughs> everyone, my, my, my belief is everyone is just the same. Yeah. No matter where you go, ev- there's always a Baldrick. There's always yeah, yeah, yeah. a character that is, is fits in every single of these one of these narratives. Yeah. So, but I think that just gets boring to you know after a while. If someone asks me about you know the left, I, I don't care. What about yeah. the right? I just don't care. Yeah. Politics, I really don't care. So I think it'd been better for me or more articulate of me to kind of make up, a, create my own universe, and then be like, that's the you know. What do you expect? You know, they did this, they did that, and they did it because of ridiculous, absurd reason. Nick and so. Stan Lee. <laughs> well, I'm dead now. <laughs> Cheers. People <laughs> reacted weird to his deaths. Yeah, yeah. People reacted weird to Stan Lee's death. Well, I, I don't know. There's different. I'm not I, a I can't, nerdy. I don't. Yeah, well, I'm a geek, but not a nerd. I like. <laughs> I've only really. He's only really been in my sphere since. The films, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kevin Smith was always like a massive proponent, and he and he showed up in a bunch of his films when I was a kid. But I didn't understand the gravity of him then, and mm. I was never a comic book kid. Mm. So, like, yeah, I don't, I I don't have that attachment. I understand and respect the stories and everything that he's built, but I don't think I have. I th- I think there's just people who were like born, and then someone was like, "Here's a Spider-Man comic," and then mm. they're just like, "Whoa!" and it just changed their life. But I just yeah. don't have that. I, d- I think I'm just I like I like universes like the Fargo universe, uh, loads of di- like uh, what was another one the Planet of the Apes universe I yeah. found quite interesting and it wasn't like advertised as a universe. It was just kind of interesting to see those correlations between this happened at the same time that this happened. You know, Star Wars, Star Trek, all that kind of stuff, kind of bumbling in and around. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, I think uh, I don't know. There's definitely a hipster vibe to. Um, stuff like Marvel and stuff like that at the moment mm. and a weird hipster geeky vibe to it that I just can't get I just I'm not I don't have a side and I think this I've, I've talked about it before I genuinely think people get really confused by this like I, so I was in um, an Asda the other day and there was a man screaming at a bottle of hot sauce <laughs> I understand <laughs> right I totally get it <laughs> but I was Ketchup? like what's that <laughs> <laughs> I was like what's wrong friend and he was like, I can't find the expiration date on this bottle of hot sauce. It doesn't expire. <laughs> so I was like, well, yeah, it's going to be fine. It's oil, you know, yeah. oil be fine. And it's not going to go out. It's like, yeah, I know it's not out of date. I just want to know right. when it dies. Yeah. Oh, all right. So I'm just, I'm just, it's an interesting train of thought it's to interrupt fine. my day. I work here. I'll fix this. <laughs> just like, I was looking around. All right. So I was like, all right, well, let's think about this. Right. Does everything have to have an expiration date on it? Well, my brain says, probably. All right. What yeah. shouldn't? Water. Let's see if a bottled water's got... Oh, this plastic bottle of water's got an expiration date. But 
you know, going down this trail, this thought Cluedo Inspector Morse trail, murder she wrote. Who murdered this hot sauce? <laughs> like, this bottled water's got a date on it, but plastic yeah. might need expiration date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's plastic, go glass. There's, there's a lot of plastic that actually ends up in the water. Yeah, well, yeah, so the, you can't have it in there for too long. No. It makes sense. So, glass bottle route, uh, kind of a faded expiration date. And I think with natural mean? ingredients has to have a expiration date. Maybe. Well, if water does, my thought, my thinking was if water does, then so must chili sauce. Water can still go stale. Yeah, but expire. Well, yeah, but you should need a date on it. You know, yeah, you know what I mean, you, you need at least a best before. Yeah, best before. It and dies. there wasn't one on this hot sauce. And, I, and as I was presenting these sides, he was like, "What are you? So do you believe that there should be one?" I was like, "I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I'm curious. I don't. I'm not passionately Let's for, go and find for the manager. <laughs> the manager won't I'm know. Some like weird kind of Wizard of Oz tour with a just, grumpy old man and a use tub of hot sauce. <laughs> We'll be doc- Doctor Who walking around solving mystery. So we're, we're, what, when does this hot sauce expire? So, yeah, when I was just like, you know, I don't really care if it... I'm not for or against it. I'm not saying that it shouldn't or it should. I'm just helping you on your journey by just presenting items of fact on a conveyor belt to be like, well, would water have an expiration date on it? I don't know. Well, let's find out. Let's go find out. Bring it back. And see how it just, it just confuses people. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is this person helping me? Is he trying to fight with my cause? I was just like, no, I, I understand that you believe that this hot sauce shouldn't be exempt of all of life's laws. Like, no one escapes, you know, the, yeah. the rules, even the hot sauce. Yeah. So I can understand. I don't want to, want to put your reality back together. <laughs> yeah, look. You dragged me into your chaos, <laughs> but I'm a very decisive person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a or B? B. All right. So you're D. Uh, where are we going? Shut up. <laughs> Keep on going. Um, how do I get onto the hot sauce guy? Something about decisive. Shout out guy in a supermarket. I don't know. Oh, it's the universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the DC universe or the or Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, uh, just neither four of It's like so. hot sauce. <laughs> Screaming at hot sauce and yesterday. No, it's it's just like it's like watching it, you know. Yeah, yeah but when, when you watch, like, um, I mean, uh, Thor Ragnarok, mm. I think I've mentioned before, is something that I hate. Yeah, and I hated watching. Um, but like the the, the conversations you get in with afterwards with people, they're always like, "Yeah, but it sets up something else." And you're like, "Okay, then why was it shit?" Like, <laughs> well, it, you you had to sit through shit in order to get good later. I I liked it, but that's kind of mm. not the point. Yeah. Um, like every movie should be good on its own. Like you should yeah. be able to come in on the second Lord of the Rings and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and you can make a case that well, you should watch all three to get the whole story. It's yeah. like, yeah, sure, but you shouldn't have to sit through shit in order to enjoy yourself. No, so like, no. yeah, you should be able to enjoy every, every all the all parts of the story should be in, in, interactive and be able to be understood and told well and enjoyable. Yeah. If it, what you're doing is telling a story or setting up, a, you can't set up a universe where some of the universe is shit and only got one eye. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> oh yeah, but you know the director, you know he was New Zealand, he had an accent, he put it in the. Okay, why is that? Why does that override everything else for you? <laughs> yeah, it's just little. Th- yeah, it's human hatred. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yep. Just all that kind of stuff. So yeah, people reacted weirdly to it. Like there was a petition for 
Deadpool to replace Stanley. Oh, I see. yeah, that like, he should go around in the movies dressed up as Stanley. Yeah, and I get that it's a joke and it's a yeah. fan thing, but it's just like, yeah, you liked Deadpool. I understand. Yeah, yeah. but like, why do you think that they are the masters of the universe? Yeah. It's like, can't you just leave that be? Like, that was his thing. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Instead, they've got to try and make it. The, you know, wouldn't it be cool if The Simpsons did a crossover episode with Family Guy? No. <laughs> Two different things. But enough fans get behind it and yeah. something will happen. Yeah. And they'll I, be like, why the fuck did we do this? I always find those those petition things weird yeah. in, as relates to fiction. Like, I get it with politics. Enough people make noise. Something's got to give at some point, maybe. But, um, like, with with that, it's like, we're trying to tell a story. Mm. If you tell us how to tell a story, then we're not telling a story. Well, the thing, they've just misinterpreted the medium that they're enjoying yeah they're going like oh this is all this is everything revolves around me so i'm gonna change it it's like no it's, you're you're an observer in this it's, yeah this is i wasn't sure where to put this article but it kind of fits in there along with a bunch of other stuff um but it's getting angry at the wrong thing and not really understanding you being angry at something you're like whoa whoa you why are you even doing this you should be appreciating stan lee instead of trying to replace him yeah right? Marks and Spencers have start. Well, they've advertised that they sell underwear. They do sell underwear. Okay. They now sell underwear at Christmas, and they had a Christmas display which had underwear in it. Right. Um, but it was windowed wrong, in that the 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 uh, the advertising campaign was called the must haves for Christmas. So it implied because there was knickers, mm. women must have knickers. You follow? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's, it's not smarter than what I'm trying to make it sound. The thing is, there was a wind, uh, Christmas window shopping. The must-haves you had for women, you had, uh, what was it called? Fancy little knickers or right. something. And on the left side, you had for men, needs a good outfit. And it was like a suit. So that there's people like angry that Marks and Spencers is saying that women are only interested in knickers, which is sexist and objectifying, and men are only ob- uh, interested in suits. Okay. And it's like, if you're, and you're angry about this, and you're like, why are you angry about this? It's perpetuating the stereotypes. Only if you buy it, yeah. then you're perpetuating a stereotype. Then they're advertising to make money. They're not going to advertise to make a political point. No, well, that, that's the thing with this stuff. It's like, you can... Ultimately, with everything, you vote with your wallet. Like, yeah. if they if it turn if if it wasn't worth them advertising underwear to women, profit wise, they wouldn't do it. Yeah, but that's the thing is, they're saying that Marks and Spencers are the people who saying that women need to buy underwear, and they go, no, it's the people buying underwear yeah. who yeah. are saying that it's, they need to buy I mean, underwear. It's, it's cyclical. It's self perpetuating. But like, yeah, but, but it's, still. It's not their political point that's being no, made. No. They just want to sell something that yeah. they think people are going to buy. Yeah, men buy men men buy suits. I imagine more so than they buy underwear. Even then, I've got underwear you that can I've argue, had for ten years. You can argue that some men buy underwear for their partners. So while yeah. they're looking at buying a suit, oh, I can also buy my partner some underwear. Yeah, I'll go into this store. Yeah. And it goes on further to say that because uh, the, the the must have campaign was for women uh, uh, knickers or something like that, and for men outfits to impress. And yeah. then Marcus Spencer said, "Yeah, but if you go to the next window, 
It also says men, women need outfits to impress and men need to get these underwear. Oh. So it's not, it's just one window pane of a store <laughs> that you're angry at because you think it's trying to tell society yeah. <laughs> what to buy. Yeah. They're not trying to tell you what to buy. They're saying, buy this. So I guess they are kind of telling you what to buy. <laughs> but they're not forcing you to buy it. No. They're just saying, hey, if you want this, come in and buy it. Um, M&S said the displays were part of a wider campaign that featured a variety of must-haves. Um, Fran Bailey asked, Okay, M&S Nottingham, have we really not learned anything in the last 35 years? That's already an annoying, stupid, ignorant post. Yep. Or am I alone in finding this, their major window display, completely vomit-inducing? Inducing vomit! <laughs> <laughs> if but there it's... was a store with people compulsively vomiting outside of it, I'd be all for it. <laughs> but it's not trying. It's not getting you vomited. But am I right in thinking now... You've said that, that, that it's only half of the window. I guess, yeah. The other half so is... there's two windows. Well, no, I'm, I think it's like a big department store. Yeah. But the image is of, yeah, a big window. One half is the man suits. Yeah. And the other half is woman's knickers. Yeah, okay. And they're saying, this image is just disgusting. So, this yeah. is suggestive. Yeah, it's like, well, one, they're not, they're not saying anything. No. This is the thing. They're att- everyone's attaching their own meanings to it. Speaking to the BBC, she said the display had incensed her for two reasons. And, sh- and she's no longer going to shop at MS- M&S. I think M&S used the slogan must have over Christmas fripperies. Fr- what? Which I think is underwear. Like f- un- like maybe lacy underwear or something. It's it very distasteful. Like Rowan Atkinson would say. <laughs> it's very distasteful when true necessities are lacking for many working and non-working people. The necessities being warmth, shelter, and food. Okay. So but, she's actually taking it literally in that human be. She thinks that M and S are talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. <laughs> <laughs> Must-haves. Well, shelter, food, sure. You yeah. Can, you, may, you can buy that in so M&S you non-working people? Yeah. Are non-working people shopping at M&S? Or are they maybe <laughs> advertising to people well, who are Well, they're seeing the M&S. window. So That's... they might get confused and think they need underwear more than warmth. <laughs> I don't understand. They're advertising to people with money. It's stupid. It's, a it's, it's just people being stupid. It's just people. And then she goes on. I also feel very, very strongly about the representation of women as being preoccupied with fancy little knickers, whereas men are presented as powerful and needing to be impressive. Except in the other window. Yeah, except the other window on the inside. And men buy underwear as well for women. Yeah. Men buy women's underwear. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's not. It seems to be so simple and in your face that this window could just be targeted towards men walking past. Yeah. I could do with a suit and I can get a Christmas present. I'm sold. I'll come into this store. Yeah, could be a, that I imagine is, is the clientele That's, for that. Yeah. Or yeah, the woman so. looking at, I'm going to get my man a suit and uh, I need to get some underwear. There you go. Two in one go. Yeah. If you, if you just have a whole window of underwear, you won't be like, oh, I can get some underwear and I can get some underwear. Let's go. but just this stupid um men are presented as powerful and needing to be impressive it's like no you're saying men are going to be crippled if you wear this underwear yeah it's not not even impressive oh yeah but he's wearing a watch it's got to be huge i don't have a problem with people choosing to wear whatever they want to wear i just feel like the juxtaposition is what's grossly grossly offensive so angry just so angry and again leave stanley alone (laughs) right it's (laughs) 
you're angry at you're angry at the mortality of your heroes, uh, Stan Lee, and now you want to take out on MS. So, oh, <laughs> something in there. Uh, the the other quote um, starts off as as you as you love as a feminist uh, and a mother to a young daughter. I felt embarrassed that I had to yet again explain why women are depicted with so little respect. You didn't have to explain. There was nothing to explain. <laughs> Your just... daughter didn't ask. I guarantee. But it, it, again, it, it, it's creating an it's, it's creating a war. Yeah, that isn't going on. It's, yeah. This, it's, yeah, I mean, you don't. You could argue that that is what's going on. Yeah, that doesn't mean that it's real. And as soon as you add in a whole l- bunch of other stuff, if you want to increase your clientele, don't disrespect them. I'm assuming is a business logic where they're like, don't. If you insult your customers, they might not come back to your store. No. So, and yeah, just, I mean, when companies insist on men being fully clothed and women showcasing lingerie only, it sends a message about women's place in society as objects to titillate. Well, except I, in the other window. No, but again, the, being fully clothed does not remove all titillation. No. Like, who do you think the man is dressing for? It's not... He's not dressing to not invoke emotion from somebody. Yeah. Whether it is to impress a woman or to appear intelligent or appear smart or whatever it is. You just not think... All you're seeing is women's underwear yeah. and you're going, I hate it! Yeah. And it's not even like those um, shops that uh, only make certain sizes or something like that, where you get that kind of fat shaming aspect. Yeah. And Manessa are apparently really big on doing all these different sizes, so they're being really inclusive. They don't seem to be narrowing the entry for women in any way in this thing. It's just the fact that one is underwear and one is a suit. And on the next window, it's reversed. Yeah. Or it's, you know, women wearing a fully geared outfits. There's plenty of respectable, notable female figures that that will openly state i uh, i dress the way i do because i like to feel attractive well it's so just what's the fucking what you difference? Trying to say, what you I don't the only the only thing that's being compared here is less clothes with more clothes and less clothes assigned to one particular group and more clothes assigned to another particular group and they're saying it's unfair that one group has less clothes than the other mm. it's like what well, if they were if this was a government building and they were telling you how to dress yeah sure but if it's a shop that's offering you things that you might want to dress with, then they can put whatever the fuck they like. They're not try. It's not the you know the the government. It's not the it's not Big Brother that's telling you this is what you need. You need to come in here and do this. Mm. It's a fucking option that you can choose to fight. Yeah. The problem is every. I think everyone's um, the thing about one small thing that I don't really want to go into is celebrities like there's a lot more celebrities easy to be famous easy to be looked up to if you look at pop bands now I wouldn't recognise any any of them so there's this idea that you can instantly be the centre of a big exciting story and then you've got films like fucking Star Wars you know, the new Star Wars is coming out where you've got all these different heroes that are like, oh I can be like that or I can be like that it's like no most of you are just going to be you know a driver yeah you know most of you are just going to go and do a job that just functions in society yeah and that's all that's going to happen and that's fine because that's life but if you think that you are grander than you are you're going to take on bigger fights than you can take and have arguments that you can't process Mm. so it's like no just don't yeah if if you truly feel this way don't buy any underwear yeah you know or don't yeah you don't want to shop at marks and spencer's anymore okay fair enough shop somewhere else 
but nobody cares. And if you think that the Marks and Spencers is going to crumble because of your dislike of their marketing campaign, uh, they might take a hit if their marketing campaign doesn't go very well. Mm. But it's not they're not trying to control you. No. Chill out. Everything's fine. Frippery. Frippery. Showy or unnecessary ornament in architecture, dress, or language. There you go. Oh, so evocative, I guess. Showy and unnecessary. It says that's unnecessary underwear. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, hang on, D- Disneyland. Oh, I'm sorry, we forgot. Did Smash we? Mountain, Trump 2020. You can't get. Oh, well, you got kicked off. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He uh, was photographed holding Trump 2020 sign on the log flume. <laughs> uh, last week, um, the photo was amongst the other ones taken. Uh, Disney said that as a result of the display, it has permanently prevented Cine from visiting the parks. Because apparently you did the same thing on a separate ride a week earlier. <laughs> so I quite like that this guy is just sneaking onto rides <laughs> with political messages. It's just... Drop to his... What the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> like you're going down a log flume, you're screaming, you turn around and there's like political... Oh my yeah. God, is it 2020? <laughs> and there's people on the ride that really wanted the photograph. <laughs> there's another it's one just, building a little lego wall between him and the other people in the, in the log dick behind them with the signs just tarnish the memory forever <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so yeah they've just uh, said you can no longer come to Disneyland because <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, they've got a thing about um, they don't allow demonstrations or the display of signs and banners okay fair enough yeah if they don't if they, don't... Know, they just don't want par- yeah. parades demonstrate they have Disney parades don't they um, the only thing I know about this is I had a friend who worked in well when I worked in a bakery I had a mate and he had a mate and he worked at Disneyland <laughs> right. and he had to play the he played like one of the bad guys like Hook and you have to play, be a bit villainous yeah. so when a kid came up to ask for his autograph he grabbed it and threw it in a lake <laughs> <laughs> like that that's perfect <laughs> what did you expect little child he's, fr- he's, a, he's a fucking pirate Leave uh, him alone. Yeah, to be fair, he didn't string you up. He didn't have <laughs> yeah, you hung. Yeah, he didn't feed you to a crocodile with a clock in its <laughs> fucking chest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like yeah, they have parades. So they'll promote their own messages. Yeah, I think it's else. about just controlling their own message. Plus, when you get politics in, in a venue like that, it just causes fucking problems. Yeah, is Minnie a Democrat or a Republican? <laughs> well, it's not that. It's that it, someone holds up, someone states a political claim and then someone else gets angry about it and before you know it, you've got like a whole park of people fucking arguing and fighting about shit. <laughs> you see that? Um, Donald Trump... Um, tweeted uh, you know, the White House correspondence then like a year ago Michelle Wolf did like an yeah. awesome yeah. awesome comedy set yeah and uh, because of that they're not having another comedian this year really yeah they're just they're not they're having an author instead and the tradition has been comedian oh and now they've changed it and so like Donald Trump was like because of how badly the previous comedian <laughs> bombed we're not gonna have it and who knows maybe I'll go this year and like they started a Twitter battle with it. It's just like what? What's the, everyone's trying to have an argument. Yeah, it's a fucking dinner. Just either go eat there or don't eat there. You know what I mean? Yeah, decisive. It's <laughs> <laughs> decisive. Either do this or do this. Yeah, that's not a decision. <laughs> well, it's offering decisions. You know. <laughs> yeah. Whereas most people, most people suffer with indecision. Yeah. It's like no, yeah. just no. A or B. A. All right then. 
Go. That's it. Doesn't matter what A is. A could be genocide. <laughs> wait, right. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> No, you said you wanted genocide. I mean, go for it. I said I wanted A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of what people want, yes, segue. Uh, <laughs> there's an article here that I just, I just found quite entertaining to read. Um, I think it's all true. Uh, it's just an article that said driverless cars are going to lead to more sex on the road. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but it's, so again, I was like, "Which side of the argument is this person on?" Because oh, so I'm down the middle. That they'd um, that they'd likely turn into like mobile brothels or something. A car, yeah, <laughs> driverless cars. I'll read right. through it with the relative privacy of a car and no need to pay attention to the road. Sex will most likely be on wheels. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. This is something that seems to have stimulated interest. Uh, because of sex tourism, said Scott Cohen, deputy director of the School of Hospitality and Tourism and <laughs> Wheel Brothels Management <laughs> of the University of Surrey. Around 60% of Americans have already had sex in a car. Okay. Uh, but with driverless cars, it's more than just couples who might want to sneak in a quickie while on the go. A quickie in a car. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cohen said, autonomous vehicles could become the new venue for sex tourism. Sex <laughs> the is a car might fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Sex is a part of urban tourism and commercialised sex is part of that too. So it is quite likely that autonomous vehicles will lead to prostitution. That car's a prostitute! <laughs> Big truck pimp. <laughs> Cohen said he, protects sex, he predicts that sex in autonomous, autonomous vehicles likely won't become a reality until 2040. Where okay. did you get that number from? <laughs> yeah, but when can we have sex in the car? 20, 2020's Trump. It's 2040. <laughs> In places where prostitution is legal and where regulations support the advancement of technology. <laughs> Hotels will also be affected in the future. That car's a prostitute hotel. <laughs> Particularly roadside motels. It would be pretty cool to go to sleep in, in a, a car. mobile hotel and <laughs> yeah. wake up somewhere else. Yeah. Like, I, driverless cars are going to change the world. Yeah. It's, it's be so insane. You can just go you drive to Scotland. Just out of sleep on the way, <laughs> you know. Just, just yeah. fine. Yeah, I think. I think it's. I can't read when I'm in the car. I think that's because the vehicle knows that I'm of superior genetic ability, <laughs> so it just goes quickly numb this one and give him nausea because then we can take over the world. Exactly the same. It's like a. It's a Inner version of thing. like, yeah, like motion sickness yeah. because you're looking at the thing which yeah, is very you're aware still, that but you're aware that there's movement. I don't get it at all. I guess it yeah. just affects the superior. Effect. Uh, it's right. <laughs> no, they've got these. Uh, I saw these glasses uh, that seem pretty weird. But they've got these. <laughs> just the rims black. are like filled with this liquid. Okay. And the movement of the liquid that goes with the car balances your brain's idea of you know movement. Oh. So when you move your head or when the car's moving backwards and forwards, the water, the liquid keeps it level or something like that, and tricks your brain into thinking that you're not moving. That's or crazy. you're moving in the correct way. Yeah, it seemed quite cool. Yeah. It seemed quite interesting. But yeah, it's, yeah, your brain just gets confused because you're moving. You know yeah. you're moving, but you can't see you're moving. Well, that's what so motion sickness is. Unbalanced. Mo- yeah. Motion sickness is, you, is your head th- thinks you're poisoned. Yeah. Like, thinks something's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because it can feel you moving and feel you getting, yeah. up, uh, getting dizzy or whatever. Yeah. But you're perfectly stationary so you must be poisoned so it makes you throw up so i think it's that liquid in the glasses i think it's movement you can see the movement so if if you look and you're reading you can see the movement that coincides with the motion i think that's the thing behind it anyway okay i think that's quite cool um anyway 
yeah, so that uh, the car Matt Damon overlords, <laughs> they've basically tried to weaken the herd so they can take over the world. It's going to change. It's generally going to change everything. I think it's going to be yeah. pretty awesome to see. Like what trucks is you know no more need for trucks, no more traffic, no more anything, more speed, more everything. Yeah, well, it's going to level up. I guess. <laughs> Um, however, um, with all these changes, uh, like hotels aren't going to be used, motels aren't going to be used. Uh, there's going to be job losses in industries. That prostitute hotel took my job. <laughs> linked to trans- <laughs> these were going to be sound bites, yeah. but I realised it was just going to be me doing that. So less effort, <laughs> I might as well just, just do it, it right down. Just do it, <laughs> uh, including taxis and hop-on, hop-off bus tours. Um, even restaurants might get burned. Dining pods in self-driving vehicles could replace restaurants. Uh, it sounds weird. You, uh, they you, won't replace restaurants. You go to restaurants for a chef. Yeah. I mean, f- just for the laziness not cooking. Yeah. But it could replace McDonald's. drive throughs yeah. You could have drive through restaurants, I guess. The, the drive through drives to Maybe. through your house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> uh, sex, technology, and privacy have always been closely intertwined, says Bryant Walker-Smith. However, by 2040, again, just working on this number where nothing matters, when the majority of time Americans spend on the road will be in driverless vehicles, people might simply be too engrossed in virtual reality sex to care about what's in the car. All right. There's another box. Just open. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what, the driver, hotel, prostitute job people are going to take all every, everything, and then we're all going to be at home watching virtual porn. All right. <laughs> Level up, kind of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> might as well. The future's going to change things. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one I really wanted to do a soundbite for, but I couldn't think up anything. I thought of a few ideas, but didn't quite work. Right. And then I thought, the realised the idea that I had in my head was way too complex <laughs> to put into a soundbite. So I'll kind of walk you through it. Because it's visual. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, basically, you probably know about this. Saddam Hussein's been memorialised in a park bench. Oh, no, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. I normally have all the Saddam news. Yeah. So, so someone's just put a memorial bench to Saddam Hussein right. in a park, and people are furious. So I wanted to do a whole soundbite about Saddam Hussein, like happy that he's in a park or something. And that kind of got it. Kind of works. Kind of doesn't work. And then I realised that I actually wanted to do a teleplay or radio play where Saddam Hussein is actually Forrest Gump, <laughs> <laughs> and this bench which is dated with his birth and then hanging, right? It's like him sat on the bench and then he goes off and he relives Forrest Gump. <laughs> goes to Vietnam. There's nothing, no war on there or anything. It's yeah. like, yes, drill sergeant. I'm right, just going to start this clip. It's about two hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it won an award. I was running. Exactly. Exactly. So many great quotes. In there. Johnny. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was my idea I was just like that's too too big an idea that would be like a, a mini film I'll do that <laughs> um, but yeah a, a, a bench in the middle of a busy high street in East London saying in loving memory of Saddam Hussein 1937 to that's hilarious why would you complain about that exactly it's amazing um, the dates of his life and then hanging are correct but it's just all these people are just again it's this whole it's done, not- the city has done this <laughs> It's just people reacting to it. It's just why do you care? Why are you yeah. getting involved? Do you and they really think that it's it's of some worth. Yeah, I guess it's just like yeah, it's just and, and I'll read through some of them. Um, 
Melissa Mundachanin, 38, who lives near the site of the bench, <laughs> said, I was horrified by a bench. Were you? My mum was over visiting and pointed it out to me and was utterly shocked, so I checked it immediately. I thought she surely must have been mistaken, but to my horror, she was horror, sorry, she was right. I think someone celebrating the life of a man who's caused such terror is outrageous. And if it's a joke, it's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) So you recognise it could be a joke. And then you say it's not funny. So you recognise that it could be funny to someone else. Yeah, like us. (laughs) (laughs) Fellow resident, Victoria Adcock, 42, said, It's obviously a prank. People being outraged are just playing into the prankster's hands. They should just take it off and forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Decisive. (laughs) <laughs> yeah fuck off uh claire new bigging 37 said i've not seen it firsthand but it's got to be a joke i just don't get it would anyone really want to commemorate someone like saddam hussein well then no because it's a joke we've dedicated a lot of this podcast <laughs> to saddam hussein that was the other thing i was just going to have as soon as i introduced the article the iraq national anthem play but i felt that's a bit thick i, d- <laughs> I don't understand like I- so she said it, she hasn't seen it. I, it's it's. But it has to be a joke. It has to be a joke. Don't I get don't it. get it. Yeah. Why would anyone want to commemorate? You don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> but also, like, and you don't have to get it. That's but- the joke. <laughs> so you do get it. Uh, Jane Gibbs, fifty-five, who runs a local playgroup, Grace Church Tots, said it must be a wind-up, a very tactless wind-up. Okay. Why are you asking these people? They're all saying the same thing. It's probably a joke, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Susie, S- Susie Essex, don't know where she's from, <laughs> 38, says, has it been done to support what Saddam believed in and is it meant to cause trouble? It could be left-wing troublemakers. What? What? <laughs> is this bench start meant to start some kind of revolution? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bench. <laughs> <laughs> it's just caused all this chaos and confusion. Um, local artist Matthew Weber 44 said it's clear that whoever did this knew it would cause uproar and they've even used special screws to make it more difficult to remove <laughs> so that it's obviously it's clearly a joke I'll use I think yeah they used anti-theft screws Saddam <laughs> Hussein until 2006 until we sadly lost him <laughs> people freaking out redbridge council spokesman said we don't give permission for this to be put up and it has been removed (laughs) all right so chill the fuck out okay it's a great moment in history (laughs) yeah it's fucking googly eyes on the statue all over yeah exactly it's just i don't know again it's people one it's people being angry for the wrong reasons and the reason for that is people don't know how to deal with their emotions and the reason for that is people don't know themselves deep yeah hashtag which I think is kind of true. I think people get trapped in lives that they... I mean, you're wearing a dressing gown. Like, you, you just get stuck in it's this cold. loop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, heating's fucked. Uh, yeah, might as well. But apparently, might, I should get a new boiler. Yeah. But it's like seven grand. Our uh, boiler's fine, but they've got a radiator leaking. So if the heating comes on, it just sprays water everywhere. Have you turn the radiator off? Yeah. How does it leak? It leaks from the pipe. You turn the pipe off? Can't turn the pipe off. Yes, you can, my young paddle. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to, maybe. But yeah, yeah your heating's fucked. You're yeah. getting someone around to fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good story. <laughs> so- <laughs> my car's fucked too. I can tell you that. Yay, the new one. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I just tried to fix it. <laughs> you just you just turned off the pipe. 
No, I did. I did car stuff this week, man. I had car st- stuff. Yeah, I've never tried to do anything on a car before, like Juggle. fixing anything. Nothing major. Oh, right. It was just like change the spark plugs. I was like, that okay. sounds like something I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I like change. <laughs> I tried, but it's all it broke. No, no, no. It's still it's it still works fine, but right. I need to change more than the spark plugs, basically. <laughs> the tire, <laughs> <laughs> the engine. Well, the spark plugs not sparking. I don't know what the deal is. Put uh, all new mats in, all new rubber mats. <laughs> the seatbelts on. <laughs> what does that mean? There's uh, another piece of uh, news. Uh, North Yorkshire police asked for the public's help on Monday evening to find a naked, overweight suspect following an incident in York. The original statement, which police say left a number of people upset due to too much detail, read, The suspect has very little chest or pubic hair, no obvious tattoos or scars, and has what was described as a small penis. Okay. Uh, And people were really furious that the police told everyone he had a small penis. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, in this case, where it's a naked man, yeah, you need to give. I mean, obviously, you probably don't need that much more detail than there's a naked guy running. Around. <laughs> they're big, yeah, they're not. They're not, they're not too. But dumb at the same dozen. time, it's like you could do with like facial details because he's probably not he's naked probably, anymore. Probably got a face. <laughs> <laughs> My face is up here. Uh, but I like. Uh, I got to respect uh, the police. On Tuesday, the force backtracked into an apology and said on the evening of November nineteenth, we posted an appeal on Facebook to help identify a suspect in the York area who performed a sexual act in public. The appeal included a description of the naked man, which we accept, went into too much detail. Mm. This has caused upset because people uh, got offended. The appeal was quickly removed and a more appropriately worded version posted on the Force website. The revised appeal removed uh, removed the description of the man's penis. It said officers in York are investigating a disturbing incident. Have you seen this man's penis? (laughs) A disturbing incident in which an overweight naked man performed a sex act on himself in front of a woman student. They said this happened at 1.15pm on Sunday as the 20-year-old woman was walking home alone. The suspect is described as a fat white man with a, <laughs> with a very pale complexion. Well, don't bring race into it. I'm offended. <laughs> Aged between 35 and 45 and around 5 foot 10. Most of the people con- commenting on the revised Facebook Facebook appeal said they preferred the original. Oh, you don't like uh, small penis? All right, uh, it's a fat white man then. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we want the four. Oh, no, you didn't like the word penis so yeah, hey because you're a child fat white man why not fuck you well you don't need prick. to shame him he was naked masturbating in public what possible other shame could i bring to him if anything he's looking for it so just don't give it to him i mean come on and uh and lastly from me people are the same everywhere an american man has been killed by an endangered tribe in india Fishermen who took the man who took the man to the North Sentinel Island said tribes people shot him with arrows and left his body on the beach. Ooh. He's been identified as John Allen Chow, a 27-year-old from Alabama. Contact with the endangered Andaman tribes living in isolation from the world is illegal because of the risks to them from outside disease. Makes sense. Uh, estimates say they're a tribe of only 50 to 150 people. The seven fishermen have been arrested for illegally ferrying the Americans to the island. Local media have reported that Chow may have wanted to bring Christianity to them. Uh, police say Chow had previously visited the island about four or five times. Do you want some, uh, Christianity? Want some Christianity? Well, the thing is, like, he visited them. He visited the island four or five times. So, like, he went there once. Like, you know, Jehovah's Witness. Mm. Usually, like, Christ. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. <laughs> went away. 
but came back. But are you sure? Second <laughs> time. Uh, you know, any thoughts about Christianity? No, we're having dinner. Can you just <laughs> no no unsolicited salesman, please? Yeah. Third Read time. The sign. Yeah. Third time comes along. I'm not going to answer it this time because I think I'm going to lose my temper. <laughs> <laughs> Is he back? Yes, he's back. All right. Okay. No, he's just gone. For- fourth time. All right, no, yeah, no, he's back. Look, if you come back, then you, we're going to fucking kill you and eat you, all right? <laughs> Comes back a fifth. <laughs> he's on the beach. <laughs> Fly some arrows. No one likes Jehovah's Witnesses. No. They gave him five chances. <laughs> what the fuck? The, all the time, they were like, oh, yes, we love this Christianity. Could you go away, fatten up, and then come back? <laughs> Oh, what are these shiny things you bring? How about you bring a load of those? Go away, get more of those, come back. And then, yeah, we'll all we'll, we'll, we'll Jesus up. Yeah, it's yeah. weird, man. There's no, like, there's no law to that shit. Like, it gets reported, like, this guy was killed and eaten. But... Jehovah's Witnesses or cannabis or what? No, but, like, if it's, like... Are they, are they, are they like, uh, are they natives? Yeah, no, they are. It's illegal to go see them. Right. So the people who took him to there have been arrested, not just for yeah. resulting in his death, but because they, they say... You're not allowed to contact them because you might bring them a disease yeah. that they don't know about. Yeah. So no, no one's allowed on there apart from Jesus. <laughs> but it's like if you you lose all all safety and all protection, like you hear of people who've gone into the jungle and been, just been absolutely eviscerated by natives and had been like yeah. shoved on pikes and things. And it's like it's not like you'd be like, oh, it's okay, the police will be around, and then <laughs> and then you'll all be in trouble. Like it's shit. Law does not call an ambulance. It's not well, a thing. Got an orangutan. But if you're in Western <laughs> society, you can be in another country after committing an atrocity and like in, or breaking the law or whatever, and you'll get arrested. Like yeah. everybody works together and they'll bring you down. Yeah. But there's just there's just still like badlands in the yeah. in the world where it's just like you can't do anything. It's like what open ocean. It's like yeah. apparently there's no laws, but apparently you can't. A ship's captain can't marry anyone. Apparently yeah. that's bollocks. Which I think is great because that means loads of love has just been diffused. <laughs> <laughs> Your love's meaningless. I was going to get married at Jaws. Well, yeah, well, it just means that all those fucking cheesy sitcoms where they get married on a boat. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? I didn't say I do yet. No, we need to get divorced. Like, no, you don't. It's fine. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop this. Stop this now. This is getting too silly. Too silly. <laughs> I mean, silly to stupid. Anyway. Uh, yeah, don't. Don't give Christianity to people five times. Oh, I, I will. I will. Um, we cut you off last week because you kind of cut yourself off. You said at the end of the episode, "Oh, I was going to talk about Monty Python," and then I just put the theme on. Oh, <laughs> he went on for a while. <laughs> d- d- whatever the outro is, you didn't say anything. You're just like, ah, but it's a good place to stop. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I did. I did. Rand, I've been uh, trying to figure and doing some of this comedy stuff. I've been trying to figure out what it is that I that my sense of humour is I guess yeah and I think it's really down to um, a few different things but it's kind of a poetic like you can tell me the most horrific thing in the world if you say it in the right way I'll laugh yeah it doesn't matter what it is yeah <laughs> it's just the way that it's told yeah uh, it's it just it, that's what kind of it, it kind of hits me so like a lot of the absurdity so a lot of like Eddie Izzard stuff like cake or death you mm. know it's like not 
if you just said the bit is, you know, you have a choice between cake or death, and yeah, well, you just you you choose cake. Yeah. But the way that it's said and the way that it's all done is very Eddie Izzard. So I was like, oh, maybe I'm Eddie Izzard. Way where my inspiration most came from, mm. and I think I realised the other day that's like a lot of it unknowingly to me came from Monty Python. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like a lot of it's very hipstery to be like, oh, you know, we all like Python, we all like this. But there was um, there's so much of um, a lot of the stupid. I mean, the fucking insult conga stuff that i did mm. which was just saying the first thing that kind of came to my head that kind of works like, oh yeah you you put a jumper on your toothbrush yeah that's not that much further away from your mother was a hamster yeah yeah and not, it's nowhere near as good obviously but it's just the same theme yeah is that kind of aspect and then again like the what the a lot of the a lot of the ideas in, in a lot of like the pythons like holy grail and stuff like that mm. the the universes that they create in terms of like they got an angry mob but the angry mob are like children so <laughs> like burn the witch and like ah but let me t- you know we we need to test if she's a witch how do we do that and it's like a teacher teaching a class <laughs> yeah uh well wood yes oh, burning it! <laughs> butchering the stuff but yeah just a lot of i, I didn't even realize how much i think of an impact yeah like this monty python had on me in terms of a lot of random shit yeah no so, i i listened to some uh, like mark maron interviews this week because he had two of the pythons on this week i think he had john right. cleese and eric idle mm. um they said terry jones has lost his mind now like i mean, I don't mean like he's gone crazy i mean it's, i think it's like alzheimer's or something it's uh, just yeah. like gone john cleese lost his voice and his uh yeah talent. yeah he I sounded he considerably better than the last time i saw him but oh, yeah. no he was very last time as if like yeah, yeah too many cigars yeah but no like i i grew up watching python man um yeah same but i just i don't know i think i took there was a load of different inputs i think when i was growing up i just i just, I just watched everything as i still yeah. do and i was just surprised that python was the one that i think it's like got like a the, the main building blocks i think mm. of like it needs to be if it's absurd then i'll find it funny yeah yeah if it's ridiculous if it's yeah. dark i'll find it funny i do i you do know, remember feel when i, I was when i was a kid i think i was like i think i was like less than 10 and we were watching um we were watching flying circus and there were bits and my mum and dad were were like yeah some, sometimes i find this really funny and 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 sometimes i just don't get it and mm. i swear every bit that they weren't getting i was finding fucking hilarious yeah and it's, but but like it was yeah it was it was it was cool man like i it was it is that kind of well again it's that weird I said the word universe a lot this episode but just like uh every like the people are more intelligent than everyone one everyone's the same which I think I, I always relate to in every way because I always find it funny when you're meant to be in a... Like uh, I've said before, like uh, uh, when a situation turns serious, you in, you intend, you like, you, you think it's going to be this crazy, intense, bigger than you moment. Mm. But the other person on the other side is just a bloke. Yeah. Just going about it. A firefighter is just a guy. You know, you might be, you might be a, what's, a, py- a pyromaniac who's like, as he's putting out the fire, like, oh... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to get bigger. Oh, no. Everyone's going through their own shit, but we all get lost in the fairy tale that these people are great or whatever. Yeah. So Monty Python had this whole that everyone's the same. So that means that the commoner is as smart as the king. So like when they have these arguments, it's just it like uh, the fucking the beginning of the fucking uh, the Holy Grail when he's the King Arthur is like shouting at a, ch- a castle trying to recruit people for his court at Camelot, mm. and the guard is like, where the fuck to get where'd you get the coconuts? 
<laughs> and they, that's the sticking point for him yeah. is that he can't get past like <laughs> no they're not native you can't it goes into this whole like debate where he's like yeah. forget about it. it's like no look in order to maintain airspeed <laughs> velocity it's just like he's more intelligent than what you gave him credit for and it just kind of creates that interesting dialogue that you randomly have in real life yeah so yeah there's loads of random moments about python that i realized last week that i was like yeah this kind of hit me in a few different ways that i think uh I didn't realise I just found that yeah. interesting in terms of trying to define my um, I, the problem I have is trying to figure out what I want to talk about Yeah, and I think I need to figure out what my base is and I think for that it was like no oh, yeah kind of surreal funny yeah. silly you know the, but in, in that kind of universe way the the interesting thing about them is that they're all like hired as writers so um, and Eric Idles was like we never really had any uh, desire to be like actors or anything like that mm. so unlike regular comedy troops who are arguing about like oh i want to do this bit because this bit's funnier yeah and stuff like that they spent all their time um arguing to to write things that were funnier uh, yeah. like they would spend hours deliberating over whether the chair in this scene should be a comfortable chair or like a hardback chair because yeah. the hardback chair is funnier no i think the comfortable chair is fine. Yeah, yeah and it's like and it, it just attacking things from that point of view and it completely in a way it it um it sort of removes a traditional ego from that situation that you don't really get very often because everybody in these situations like with snl and stuff like that is, is trying to be this is my breakthrough scene yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly but they they didn't have that at all it was a collaborate it was a, it was an argument about what was funnier never like um oh well it was it was never about inserting yourself into the situation mm. but i think that the, the, their whole idea of universe building i mean like the ministry of silly walks yeah like it's not just a joke about how wouldn't it be silly if this was the case they tried to make it somewhat re- re- realistic to be like oh yeah you know the ministry of silly walks it's down the road mm. and it becomes a, a part yeah. of their map of like that's yeah. what the ministry is like the, the argument sketch is exactly yeah. the same it's like that's what you know civil governing is like and yeah you need to go in and get something sorted but yeah oh, well, I'll, I'll have an argument yeah sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of and then next that. door this is where we teach you to get hit on the head yeah like it's- yeah just so yeah it, it's uh yeah I, i've always liked python but yeah I, I don't like people who say they like python don't know why i don't like people <laughs> but yeah there seems to be there seemed to be a lot of influence in that you know yeah that seemed to be a bit I, I seem to have enjoyed it way more than i remember yeah you go back and i was like yeah in holy grail i'm like i don't think there's a single scene in this film that drops <laughs> like, no, every no. single scene is amazing yeah it's it's strange when you when you forget that you just kind of go back and like, oh no yeah this is great <laughs> same with like the young ones as, as the yeah well, that video commentated on yeah which is like no this thing was great just in weird ways that you don't really appreciate all the time so it's always good to remember oh no this is where it's coming from yeah so yeah yeah that's my cutoff cool um da 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 scum um <laughs> do you want to plug it in i'll just i'll just whack it in you sure okay. yeah yeah it's fine uh christopher robin the kid which the, wow that's horribly spelled the kid whose teddy bear inspired the winnie the pooh stories was credited with killing 28 wehrmacht soldiers <laughs> in the battle of the bulge <laughs> Gone fishing. <laughs> oh, fishing <bother>. for Vermax's <laughs> death. <laughs> Fair enough, you know. Yeah. He played that, well, fetch the stick, throw the stick in the river. 
poo sticks. Yeah, kill the kill the Germans. <laughs> Throw the German in the river. Yeah. Throw the Jew down the well. <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, the first Indian restaurant in the UK predates the first fish and chip shop. Apparently. Okay. By about fifty years. Guess that makes maybe sense. How would you make oil a while ago? Or fry something? Because fish and chips has to be battered and fried. Yeah, but you have to... Do you, so you have to you'd get the oil from yeah. a while ago, but you get a deep fat fryer well, in they 17... Use, they, they used like beef dripping traditionally or something, didn't they? With Which fish. Is like be- yeah, with White fish and chips. White wine with fish. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, so I could understand, uh, yeah, technical fish and chip, which is like f- deep fat fried. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And India's been, was part of the empire before the 1700s. Yeah. Like yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I just, again, some shit is funny, some shit is stupid, some shit I just didn't know. Decisive. Um, Marines called live customer support for their Barrett M107 rifle while engaged in a firefight in Afghanistan. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what else do you do I guess <laughs> well my gun doesn't work have you tried pulling the trigger yes <laughs> what's that mortar fire bang 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 <laughs> have you tried turning it, it off, off and then on, on again <laughs> it's a gun <laughs> well yeah, again it could be a digital it could be a more enhanced weapon I mean they must be trained how to they're, I'm pretty sure marines are a more specific branch of the navy right yeah they're not like standard infantrymen where they might be new yeah they have to be trained to how to use a gun and clean it well apparently it's like a special like technical weapon <laughs> to save it's got money like... we've put the phone number of the customer service on the side of the barrel <laughs> <laughs> it's got like i a tried le- stabbing him it doesn't <laughs> seem to be working <laughs> it's got electronics in it and shit and if the electronics don't work right it doesn't fire so they had to call... That's just America all over, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. No. America. <laughs> it's, that, it's that adage about, well, the, you know, the Americans spent billions of dollars on a biro that works in space mm. and the Russians took a pencil. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's like, no, it, under all circumstances, it must fire or you die. Like, no, I'm not taking a fucking battery-operated <laughs> video camcorder. Oh, if that doesn't work, then everyone dies. <laughs> um, the world record for the loudest thing ever shouted belongs to an Irish teacher who shouted the word quiet at 121 decibels, which is the equivalent of a jet engine. I think we've covered that. Have we? Yeah. Well... I've heard that before. I feel like it's something that I would. I seem to remember saying. I bet I'd like to try and see how loud I can shout quiet. But yeah, impressive all the same. <laughs> it's a good testament to how long we've done the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Why Irish? I don't know. Uh, Why was she Irish, Steve? I don't know. I didn't mention Explain. gender. It might have been a he. Why was he Irish? I don't I know. Think she, I think. Well, from memory, I've no I think idea. It was a, a woman. Um, people like the Irish, don't they? <laughs> I don't consider the Irish loud. No, softly spoken. Yeah. Unless you're talking to their children. Hey, bro. Uh, that's what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> that's my impression. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, if anyone's got motivation. I mean, it's, it is weird that if you scream at a child, it does listen to you. Yeah. It is we- Animals do the same. There's a strange... 
there's a strange cross species understanding where hang on no i think they're really pissed (laughs) (laughs) you have to be like okay no yeah all right what's going on yeah i was watching um uh darren brown did a uh, joe rogan uh podcast yes yeah wasn't a great episode i'm a big fan of darren brown Mm. but i don't know it felt like he just talked all the time it just felt like he was just kind of talking about stuff that yeah. I think wasn't meant to be talked about. Mm. Um, but Darren Brown's just a really interesting guy. And he kind of brings it all down to like, he, I mean, again, everyone's the same. Everyone's kind of a little different. But there are apparently there are more suggestible people than others. And he, the way he was wording it, which could just be to keep industry secrets or whatever, is some people are just suggestible. And if you just tell them to do something, they will just do it. Yeah. So you just have to be confident enough to tell them to do it. Yeah, and they will, like that's how like the whole um, uh, preacher. What's it called when you blah, 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 speak in tongues and you get them exercised? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some kind of term for the something preaching. Well, it's because something of highly religious people, it's it's it makes sense that they are suggestible. suggestible. Yeah, but yeah, if you just tell someone that they're cured, they will believe that they're cured. Yeah. Just because, just as if you're injured, you may start to feel the injury more than you necessarily should. Like if, you, if your arm is sore, you might still limit the movement even after it's healed. Yeah, out of habit, just to protect yourself. And then if someone tells you that it's fine, like oh, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it's fine now. Yeah, uh, it's kind of weird. So yeah, he just tells. He said that some people are suggestible, just yeah, breaking their normal routines with people and telling them to do something. Like, he said he just someone just came in at uni. He was the hypnotist guy. Yeah. And people would just come in and he'd build up rapports with them. So, like, he would train them to fall asleep when he said sleep. Mm. And this guy came in that he thought had been there before. So he just said sleep. And the guy fell asleep. <laughs> and then it was only afterwards he realized he hasn't been here before. <laughs> I just put him to sleep by telling him to go to sleep. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things. Yeah, it's just weird, one of those things. So yeah. I guess it makes sense if it's there on that level. Yeah. Probably goes with children and animals as well i wanted to try that disassociative thing that he was talking about you know we use it like ice bath no the um so he was he was out on a night out and some guy came oh, up to him who's yeah. been really aggressive and he I, just i do that all the time i realized it was a thing but yeah like uh so sorry to cut you off no it's fine it's fine but yeah like yeah so a guy came up he was drunk and aggressive full of adrenaline yeah looking for a way to get it out so he's looking yeah. for a fight and he was met with darren brown just said like Something like he said the the, the fence. My yeah, my, my grandma's wall isn't four feet high. Yeah, and the guy was like so confused. Yeah, that he just sat down and cried. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he was trying to get that energy out, and then something confused him. Yeah, and then the energy it didn't re-diverted. make sense anymore. He's yeah, like, oh, it just doesn't make sense yeah. anymore. So he sat down. He's like, yeah, my girlfriend was crazy tonight. You know that kind of stuff, yeah. and I, I I do that all the time. I used to do it all the time at school, especially with teachers. Yeah. If a teacher wanted to tell, because I was, uh, I wasn't that bad at school, but I just wouldn't go to classes and yeah. just wouldn't go to school. And I, they'd come be like, Nick, where were you the other day? It's like, oh fucking hell, I stopped behind this and start a conversation that was kind of nonsensical, mm. but an adult conversation. And then they'd real they they do that. I'm not talking to a child right now. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I, I've gotten stuck behind a tractor before as well. And then, like, you start a conversation about something else, and the energy just kind of gets flowed into something else, and yeah. then they're not—they forget what they're there for. Yeah, but it it makes complete sense. Like, yeah. I've had those—I—I—I I, I would relate it to those things where you you suddenly wake up when you've been in the middle of the dream, and someone's telling you something, the kind of urgent or something. Mm. So they're like, um, I don't know, Steve, the 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 bathroom's on fire or yeah. something. 
and you've just and, and you've just come out of one world and suddenly been entered into another and for a minute nothing makes sense mm. like you you even though someone's telling you exactly what's going on nothing nothing is real yeah. nothing and it com- it completely takes you out of everything it really takes you a while to kind of catch up it's it's that disassociative thing i guess it, it yeah. makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. But again, it's people get one. You get stuck into the routine because it doesn't have to be adrenaline. It could be you're just habitually used to doing something, whether it be self-deprecation or doing like smoking that you something you you know you shouldn't be doing, but you're so used to doing it. Mm. As soon as you break that habit or break that routine, just as that guy was angry and wanted to yell at someone, and then suddenly he was confused. Yeah, you just break that up. It just yeah, just it stops you from being trapped within yourself, which is kind of mm. I think I guess the aim there is just to kind of throw up a wall of confusion. Which I've always found to be the most effective weapon. Yeah. Confuse people. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll 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 leave it on this one. Uh, because of their incredible sense of smell, a bloodhound's evidence is admissible in the court of law. <laughs> Bloodhound Nick Carter <laughs> led to the capture and conviction of more than six hundred criminals throughout his life. <laughs> Now he drinks to forget all the horrific scenes that he saw and smelled. <laughs> I love anyone who gives their dog a last name. <laughs> yeah, and gets them to testify in court. Yeah. Do you swear to tell the whole woof nothing but the woof? <laughs> woof. <laughs> Lights a cigarette. Got a suit uh, on. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just uh, cold and dejected from years of crime solving and lots of accidental cocaine oh, too much coke yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm at sing it Steve yeah and I'm at Nick Snip we're at pulling teeth pod yeah and the email address is wisdom at pulling teeth podcast dot com yes send us stuff that's been a week yep yeah. oh I was going to talk about python <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>